So you guys just bought this restaurant. Yes. Like, did you say 14 days ago or something like that? <laughs> I went back on the calendar. It's actually 20. 20 days? Yeah. So you're, you're almost a month in to a restaurant that's the last owner basically remodeled and made way better than it was. Um, what were you guys doing before this? Like, I know ranching. Like, I know you guys are pretty good. We've been friends a long time. But so you're ranching. Ashley's working the KOA, right? Yes. And this place come up for sale or you come in here and had a conversation with the guy at the bar? That's usually how everything works out for me. <laughs> well, um, yeah, when we got married, Ashley immediately started working at the restaurant out of the KOA. I've worked on the ranch since I was born. So I'm, I'm really in the dark about this whole side of everything. Um, but we'd stop in here and visit with Barb and Randy all the time. And basically what it come down to is they bought this place hoping to basically flip it because they're retirement age. And they didn't necessarily want it to go out of the community. And the ranch owns all three sides around this business. So it kind of makes the most sense for us to have been the ones that had it. So Barb and Randy actually kind of reached out to us and just said, hey, we're, we're getting ready to be done with this. So if you guys can make something work, we would rather it went to you guys than somewhere else. And they've been, it wouldn't have happened if it was anybody other than Barb and Randy. They've been amazing helping us, helping us through the whole thing. But really, they kind of reached out to us first, and then we spent a long time trying to make all the ends come together. Yeah. So from start to finish, how long did the deal take? Like, how long was it like from, hey, you guys think you'd want to buy this place to where you're at right now? So you're 20 days deep in running it. Owning it. I was going to say March or April. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty of, good turnaround. Yeah. yeah. We, we, it was quick. We've been in business deals that have been like two years in the run. Right. And then we've had a couple that have been like, oh, that was successful. That worked out. And then two years of fucking almost killing yourself. <laughs> and then we just burned the paperwork and walked away. Like, So it's good you guys had a good experience walking into a, something like this because most people don't. Like A lot of small businesses have a lot of fight just to get opened up. But like you said, if it wasn't for the old owners being uh, wanting to do something with you, that usually never happens. What happens is these guys were going to flip it and they were going to look for the highest price possible and whoever walked in with a check kind of deal. Yeah. You know, they never look for somebody and say, you would be perfect to run this business. So that's like super awesome because most of the stories that I hear are like, no, it was a fight, fight on-site kind of deal and it's that's what it was until the money exchange contracts were signed and the old owner was still standing there like i bet you're gonna run this place in the ground i can't no, stand they, it they've you know? been fantastic with us this this wouldn't have worked out without the help of them so well randy was in randy was just in here this morning working on stuff still he's he's one of them guys that he can't shut off he's like the hardest working person in in the world you know he just does not shut off he was in here this morning working on stuff barb came and helped ashley run her first payroll the other day oh that's amazing so, yeah. i mean they're 
they told us we will come in. At, Barb told Ashley the other day, if you're, uh, you know, you need to take a day off, just call me and I'll come. I'll just come kind of manage it for a day so you can get out of here for a day. That's so, awesome to have that yeah. type of support, especially being like younger with a family and other things going on prior to all this. Yeah, she Good. understands that, you know, we still need to be parents and, right. and take merit places and, and so live your lives. So are going to do that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> only 20 days. I, I'm only 20 days in. I haven't left. So She's already got plans for the future, yeah. which is good. Yeah. So, like, I, I made a list of people when I started the 5 to 9 project that, like, these are the people I have to talk to. And you guys were on that list. And when I called you, I was on vacation. And I was like, something in my brain was like, I got to call Lincoln for some reason. He's doing something. Like... <laughs> It was just I, YouTube videos at that point. Yeah, yeah it was. This was in the works. I just didn't and say anything. Like, yeah. So we haven't even touched on your YouTube career yet, which I, I've watched a few of them. I have a hard time watching my friends do things on TV for some reason. Yeah. Like, I like to watch you guys do it, but it's it's like, oh, I know them. I can't do that. Like, I can't watch them. It's like listening to myself. Yeah. And I talk so much <laughs> that I listen to myself all day. So I cringe most of the time. So... Uh, I, I've watched a few of them, but like, I don't know what it was that day, but I was like, I got to call Lincoln. I was sitting in the Walmart parking lot in Hawaii waiting or target or something, waiting for her to target, come out. We don't go to Walmart. And, uh, he finally called me back. Yeah. I was just like, Lincoln's doing something. I know he is. He's got to be doing something. So then like we talked about it and you were super excited. Yeah. I was like, well, I was kind of, I was like, why would he want to, uh. Why would he want us on there? We're, we're not do, we're not doing anything. We're, we're not doing we're not doing anything. <laughs> did, but you, did you say something? <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things. I think you have an intu- intuition. Well, and every time I talk to you guys, you you're like uh, some of the only people that I know that make me look lazy. Not true. Well, you guys are always like doing something. You and you're always busy. busy. I was lazy this morning. I was supposed to get up at four and cut hay, and I woke up at seven. Yeah, oh, I mean, you that's have a those good days. sleep in, though. I I have those days where um, oh, you're I'm, human. I'm supposed to be out of bed at four thirty-five, and it's like six thirty, and I'm just like leaving the house, and the kids are up. So then I'm it's even like delayed by another thirty minutes because Lincoln won't let me out the door. But yeah. like yeah, like every time, like a couple of years ago, I talked to you, and I'm like, so what's going on? You're like, oh, just working the ranch and Ashley's at the KOA and oh I, I substitute teach everyone so I'm like what yeah and you're like hey I mean it pays good and they it fills in on days that I don't have anything going on so I'm like how do you get into substitute teaching and then once you explained it it made perfect sense for where you guys live and how your life was running at the time but so it it just sometimes I feel like I'm like man they're always doing something but that day I was just like, I got to call Lincoln for some reason. I just got to talk to him, see what he's doing. And you didn't let on to what was going on. And then I come home and then like, I don't we know, saw like on a, Facebook a month and a half later, I'm like scrolling Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, that's snake. <laughs> so then, uh, and then we had this, we had this lined up for like a week ago. And you guys got super busy and it kind of caved in on us, which I'm glad it did because it worked out. We, yeah, we have like a full crew here for this now. But um, yeah, I just like, I'm like, there's got to be more to a story to this. And I'm sure with you two, it's 
going to be good. So like Ashley's got restaurant experience for what, four or five years? Um, I started waiting tables in 2013 and I think in 2014 I took over and managed it either 14 or 15 because we got married in 15. So 15 and I managed it for five years and then I went to doing books down at the KOA. So this summer was the start of my second year of doing the books there. Okay. Nice. So yeah, a couple years of experience managing the restaurant down there. Yeah. So like your role at the ranch, Lincoln, what's that look like every day then? Cause you're not, you're not in the restaurant full time right now, right? No, I'm hoping like in the shoulder seasons, I'll be here more. My, I just got a hired hand on the ranch. Um, Ashley's cousin Tate. Before that, it was just kind of like a uh, a one-man show that would trick people into helping him here and there. Like, <laughs> So my grandpa's favorite line was, uh, hey, come out for dinner, but don't wear any good clothes. Yeah, yeah. And you ended up working for your dinner for like 12 hours. Yeah. Like, hey, show up at three for dinner. And you're like, three for dinner? And then, yeah, but bring some work boots. And you're like, oh, that's going to be terrible. Yeah. It's amazing I had friends growing up because that's the way it's, it's always been my whole life. Like, my friends always come and hung out out here, but we always got stuck, like, fencing or... Come for a sleepover and do, like, yeah. three hours of choring yep. the next morning. Yeah, but they still showed up. Yeah. Right. Continually. They, yeah, and they still do. They're getting less and less because turns out they grew up, but... Everybody's got kids now. Yeah. It's harder when you have little kids. But, yeah, I, I do everything on the ranch. I started... I started doing the books and everything uh, five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago, Dad and I would kind of, he helped me, you know, somewhat kind of do everything. At this point, I do, I handle all the banking, all the reconciling, all the, I do everything at this point. Nice. So, so usually we're talking to people that have been in their business for a considerable amount of time. We, we've never really talked to somebody that just stepped into one. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of hard to ask you how it's going. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little hectic. But, but, I mean, yeah, how is it going? Like, is it, okay, is, it's hectic. This is your busiest season, right? Yeah. Like, you guys walked into this place when it's on fire, basically. Our first day was June 25th. Every single day matters at yeah. this point. You have to be open. Because, like, in the restaurant business, it's not, like by the person it's by the seat right every every chair makes you money Absolutely. like and it has to make a certain amount of money every day kind of deal right so you don't want like coffee shop you don't want somebody coming in here and sitting in a chair all day yeah that's, i've seen the sign out no front bueno. <laughs> restaurants for customers only yeah for the rest restaurants, restaurants. Yeah. oh the restrooms <laughs> restrooms oh see i i have a public education so I, tourism, I read restaurant in the tourism business that's a really like big deal restrooms because you have like a whole bus stop oh god and the, they all come in and they use your bathroom and then like two of them buy like a postcard a bag of rocks or a postcard and they walk out and they've they've spent like three dollars and cost you like two hours of cleaning the bathroom and three hundred dollars in water right because so you guys are at the base of the tower which is it, people who don't know is the first national monument in the united states so this place is a trap basically yes yes it is but mm. you've lived here your ranch is literally on the highway like yeah we can order the tower on two sides you can basically throw a rock to your folks's house from here yep so like you're used to it 
Ashley, we grew up in Moorcroft, which we had all the tourists and crap through it. But you've been out here. Six. How long have you been out here? Yeah. 2012. Yeah. So, yeah. So. 10 years. I mean, you're pretty well accustomed to like shooing. Right. <laughs> like herding, vis- vi- uh, herding uh, tourists around. Yeah. It's, it's crazy out here. Like my, my experience, you know, my family owns a portable toilet company. And the Which east, we use. The east route was <laughs> uh, the one that everybody was like, either you really want to do it, because my grandpa made it into a game. He would, like, milk people for money and stuff and, like, get ice cream money and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll clean your camper out for, like, 40 bucks. And somebody would do it, and he's like, ha-ha, ice cream money, you know. <laughs> and then people who didn't know all them little scams would come out here, and you'd have to deal with bikers and tourists, and it was a nightmare. So, like, if you didn't know all the little tricks it was a nightmare and people hated it. And like, I would always volunteer for it because I could come over here and hide out. Cause I knew everybody and like a five hour work day would turn into 12 and people would be like, well, where were you all day? Oh, it's just, I had stuff to do. Work, work, you know? work. Yeah. Now then they GPS track everything. So I'm really glad I'm not over there now because <laughs> they would be like, you've been at the Gulch for six hours. Yeah. They had a special on a uh, steak. So I just hung out and ate three of them. So, no big deal. So then what does your daily life for the last couple of weeks look like since you've owned the place between ranch, restaurant, kids? How's it been looking? I feel like Lincoln's life is a lot more harder than mine just because no. he's juggling the ranch and trying to get hay put up and keeping pivots running and tractor serviced. And yeah. So, and he's a phone call away and he's always willing to come in, whether it's rolling silverware or fixing a urinal or bussing tables. So yeah. I feel like his life is a little bit more chaotic than mine. So mine is not chaotic. <laughs> My skill set is very limited. So those are the things that I help with. But that's that's small business. The willingness to be able to do something and is, jump in where needed. Pretty it's pretty lacking anymore of people who just want to do. And seeing people our age just start you didn't start this from scratch, but you're kind of starting from scratch. I mean, the the knowledge curve is pretty, pretty wide on a restaurant, especially if you didn't grow up in a restaurant industry. I mean, ranching, a lot of people don't know, but ranching is one of the first small businesses ever, and it still is. Most guys are stringing out on their line of credit every year trying to make ranches work still, and they could be 100-year centennial ranches, and you're still like, uh, Fourteen dollars went out of the checking account. Yeah. Why? Ranching is the only business that does not want to go to like ACH, like instant oh, deposit, yeah. because like we need that. We need that three or four days that the checks can. <laughs> check so two weeks, order. two weeks on that. I I remember when the coffee cup in Moorcroft, uh, they got the check scanning machine, and my grandpa's like, "That's gonna kill everybody," because <laughs> you would you would like uh, you would write a check there, and then you'd sign the back to Tony and be like please catch this on Tuesday. And they just put it under the till. And I can't tell you how many times my uncles and everybody used to do it because you go in and buy fuel and you can afford it. I'm pretty sure you still used to do it not that long (laughs) ago. Yeah. When they stopped taking checks, I'm like, do you guys have a house card I can have? And when does that get drawn out? (laughs) Like, how long can I span on that? So then you're up early morning at at the ranch. You're up early morning here at the restaurant as of right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
after you're done ranching, you're instantly here helping out? I don't really have like set hours. Luckily, ranching isn't work per yeah. se. Like I enjoy it. Yeah. And so I've never really worked a day in my life. Which but is great. There's definitely not like, a, oh, it's five o'clock. I better head to the gulch and help out. Okay. Uh, typically, I get up this time of year. Obviously, I'm hanging. So I, like here's an example yesterday. Here's how my day went yesterday. So we have a rental house. The ranch does. So yesterday when I got up, I went and bailed hay for a couple hours until it was 11 and it was checkout time for the last people. Then I went and cleaned the VRBO rental house. And then I went and serviced some equipment. My baler broke down. So I fixed that. I came down here and worked on a urinal <laughs> and then my pivot had a couple wires melted on a center drive. So my pivot was broke down and it's like a hundred degrees this week. So I went and worked on my pivot for a couple hours. Uh, got that going, came back here and it was not as busy. So I went and finished fit building this fence out back here. And I just kind of like float around. Luckily, like that was the attraction of this place is I drive by it. So much. All the time. So I, you know, if I drive by and it's busy, I'll swing in here and I'll clean off some tables and I'll haul garbage and then I'll take off and go do my thing again. Which is awesome. And I think that's amazing that you guys are able to have that team together as husband and wife and owners to make that work. Because that's hard. That's not easy at all. Definitely. And that's amazing that you both can just kind of float and fluctuate because you mm. sometimes go out and help on the ranch, right? Or not, you, not since we've had this. Not, yeah. well, <laughs> but not in the wintertime, in the wintertime, she'll yeah. be able to. Which, which do, is nice. Yeah. Do you it's enjoy kind of it? Break. Yeah. So yeah. when's your, when's your off season start then? We're still discussing on what our plans are for the winter. So like Barb and Randy would run it through hunting season. So December 1st, they would close, but mm -hmm. then they would have like private Christmas parties and stuff. That's cool. And I'm thinking that they're probably, you know, they, they'd done it. They did it for five years and they kind of worked the kinks out of it. And I'm guessing that's where we're going to end up. We mm -hmm. talked about trying to stay open all winter and just kind of be an Ashley and I, and maybe one more person to keep the overhead low and stay open. But Barb and Randy always shut parties down at midnight. And we were always like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to stay open later than that. You know, we're going we're gonna to stay open later than that. And so the other night we had this big deal. And midnight rolls around. We're like, ah, oh, we're going to stay open. And we got home at like, what, 3 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, and man. we looked the next morning, and we made $85 over those two hours. And we're like, hmm. Not worth it. Barb and Randy are on to something. That's nice. the last time we do that. I mean, if it's like, if it's like packed in here, that's one yeah. thing. But we're not staying open another two hours for four people to sit around and shoot the shit. Yeah. I was right. going to say, you'd be amazed what that two hours will cost you in the long run. Well, like, so this is... This is a funny thing about ranchers too. It's so like I consider myself to be worth well over $100 an hour. Yeah. I make like $3 an hour, but yeah. I consider my time to be worth exponentially more than that. Yeah. So $80 for two hours to me, like Ashley and I sat and talked and we have to be able to make $500 in those two hours. Like if we're going to make $500 in them two hours, like if we can kind of gauge the crowd and see if, you know, we're going to make five, five, $600, we're going to stay open. Right. If it's less than $500, we're going home and going to bed because- Merritt, he fell asleep on the middle of the bar floor the other night. Oh. For, like, all the government people, he was past the bar <laughs> line. But he just was, like, right in the middle of the floor, just out cold. We're, yeah. like, we're all talking, and we're, like, where's Merritt? Oh. Oh, he is tired. <laughs> the five-year-old's asleep. Whoops. That's okay. I brought a blanket up. 
Oh yeah, no. And I finished my closing and it was good. We just scooped him up and threw him in his bed. But that's a part of the small business too. Like you don't always have someone to watch your kids or somebody you're pulling teeth here and you're yanking on every string you got to stay afloat, to try it out. It's all trial and error too. You know, I, so sometimes late bedtimes, that's okay. I think our I think our biggest learning curve was, and it sounds so trivial, I, especially outside looking into a restaurant, I bet it sounds just trivial. But uh, so tips. These guys all pulled, they were pulling tips just out of the drawer at the end of the night, like their credit card tips. Yeah. It's yeah. so like at the KOA, historically, we always, those tips go on to their paycheck. Oh. So that way you know the credit cards have cleared Everything's all done. Well, we weren't going to go back on what these guys have been doing forever. Yeah. So luckily, we've got good connections. We're friends with the people that own the trading post down here. Yep. And the guy that they have managing it, Tom Ferguson, he goes, hey, I'm really good friends with uh, the guy that owns the Loud American in Sturgis. I'll just call him and see what he does. I'm like, seriously, you do that? He said, yeah, no problem. Next morning, he calls. Yeah, okay. So they've got like a separate bank. They don't pull them out of their till just for what we were saying because we were having a hard time because your, your till doesn't. Balance. Balance, balance out, right. Out. You know, when you go to count your drawer down, it, it's messed up, which you can figure your way around it, but it adds another, you know, 10 minutes to count a drawer down. And then mm-hmm. 11 o'clock yeah. at night at 10 minutes is worth fighting for. Right. So he got a hold of them. They're like, yeah, they just have like a separate bank, they call it. And they just pull their tip money out of that. And, but that was a hard learning curve for us because like other businesses that we've been into, you count your drawer down to whatever you want to start at, whatever leftover goes to the bank. And it has to match out, like and your it, Z reading. Yeah. That's but here, the money, instead of sending it to the bank, which I'm sure, you know, we've got, we probably should send it to the bank at some point, but we had to build our own bank to pay tips. So, you know, people, I'm a, I'm a typical millennial. I never carry cash. Yeah. Our yeah. cash here is like 25% maybe. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times when you go to pull, that's what, that was the nightmare with the drawers. So, you know, these girls will have $300 in tips or $200 in tips or more. Yeah. And your cash drawer doesn't have that much. You're like, so, yeah. here's some well, that, quarters. That, <laughs> it, that's a nightmare to me because in my mind, uh, I would hate to be paying tips out of credit card. You know, everybody Not pays on a credit card. Gonna go and then you're like, man, that credit card bounced last night. Right. And then you're out, what, 150 bucks on that Depending check? On well, yeah. But yeah. We're, yeah. we're just, I don't know. It's, that's us sticking our neck out because we don't want to change well, the system. And I get it. If I was a waitress, I would love walking out of here with a wad of cash. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. But yeah, as the primary person who's... You're taking a risk. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. and especially being a lot of tourists, you don't know. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. Well, like, and realistically, though, I mean, Ashley's been doing the books of the K-Way long enough and yeah. been in the waitressing long enough. So, like, probably chances are the credit card or debit card or whatever that actually doesn't go through, it's going to cost you, you know... There's one every one a year. Yeah, probably. Three a year. I mean, it's, not. it's worth to keep your waitresses happy. That's mm-hmm. very cheap. Yes, well, yes. That's, well, like, we, we kind of had a similar problem. It's, it's different in a lot of ways, but uh, paying per diem on the road to our guys. We'll leave town for two weeks, and we were paying cash on hand, $80 a day per guy. Like, here's, here's your $80 for this day, here's your $80 for this day. And I had a wad of cash all the time, and I was like, we get to a job, and we're like, okay, we're going to be here four days. Here's your four days of per diem, and hand these guys cash, and they all went crazy. But it was so difficult because I would leave town and forget the cash. 
And then we'd be out of town, and these guys are like, uh, we have no money. And I'm like, uh, you should live your life better. <laughs> and then you're like, you don't want to burn these guys because right. they're good hands, and they do what you want them to do when you want them to do it. So we were like, okay, we'll pay $100 a day, but it gets on your check. And they were all like, you know, you oh can God, see. we you, have to manage our money? Yeah, you can see it all rolling back in their head that they weren't getting cash anymore. But then we upped, we upped the ante on it because of that so they would take the deal because i knew if i was like oh i'm gonna pay you it on your check they would no there's no way you're doing that because then i have to wait two weeks for per diem and then these guys are like oh it's so much better because uh it's like a it's like a bonus every damn for our check and i'm like yeah and they don't waste it at the gas station yeah yeah or at the bar at night we had a lot of guys you know they just go to the bar at night and spend cash guilty and then, <laughs> then, then they go, then they go, oh, I'm broke. And you're like, what'd you do with that per diem? Yeah. They're like, uh, so who you buying dinner tonight, boss? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, you know, when they're broke because they come up and they're like, what are you doing for dinner tonight? Yeah. And yeah. You're like, uh, not I, going I with don't you. Know. Yeah. Every, everybody should have to ranch a little bit, I think, because it always blows my mind. People's money mismanagement. Yeah. I went, I went, I think four or five years and what we would do is. I, we would just, I would get a check for like 10 calves. So I went four or five years that I made $10,000 a year and I made it one day. <laughs> that will make you learn to manage your money. Yeah. You either, you either manage your money or you, you just live under a rock. Yeah, you, you don't go, go do broke. anything. So for the next year, you're like scraping peanuts and wildflowers. Well, that, yeah. that comes from them old guys. So like my great grandfather, he was a, like a nail screw collector. And nobody could figure out why he would, you know, that we'd tear down a barn and make you pull every nail out, straighten them, put them in a coffee cup, right? Coffee can. And uh, I asked my grandpa a few years ago, I'm like, why was that? He goes, you know what it costs to go to town to get three nails? He goes, you never see the old man do that because he's got coffee cans. And if you needed something, it was in a coffee can. He's like, that's money management to a T. And that's when they were back, you know, we have QuickBooks and stuff now. They were hand ledgering everything. And he would he would calculate coffee cans and nails and put them on his ledger as assets. Yeah. The the accountant was like, you can't claim nails. (laughs) He's like, you can't do. I got 300 cans of it. (laughs) That's gold out here. He'd have the neighbors coming over to get stuff. But when you think about what it takes to go to town off a ranch, it's crazy time. Our ranch is a lot different in that aspect just because like mom and dad own the KOA. Mm -hmm. Now we own this, but just the KOA alone we used to, up until like the early 2000s, we had bolt bins, parts, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this day and age, it's changed. Yeah. Like, honestly, and I suppose like out where you guys way out in the middle of nowhere, it's maybe different. But like for us here, it's not worth carrying the extra, you know, some things you do. Yeah. But Napa comes every Tuesday. Oh, nice. So, I mean, I I try not to have, like, $150 filters just sitting on the shelf unless yeah. I think that they're, like, the, obviously COVID, it changes everything, too, because yeah. now you're you're an idiot if you don't have it sitting there. But yeah. we've gone the last five years. I'm This year, I just started doing a bolt bin again and kind of carrying some filters and stuff. But it had been that I wasn't carrying extras because – it just took up space and you know napa comes every tuesday and it I, wasn't if, worth the overhead sundance didn't even have subway so i wasn't gonna go to town <laughs> i know <laughs> no they, subway. now that i seen the other day that they put one in the gas the fuel yeah. stop out yeah. there 
But so I, uh, yeah. And you've had, you've been in small business a long time. I mean, your grandmother started the K way from about nothing. I'd never really thought of it when we were visiting with Barb and Randy. I'm like, yeah, I've never been around restaurants. And they're like, you were like born into a restaurant. Yeah, born. And like in- the more I got to think about it, I'm like, yeah, because I was like, I don't have any experience like with business and stuff. But then they'd ask me questions, and I'm like, yeah, this, this, this. And they're like, you know a lot more than you think you do. And I got to thinking about it. And I'm like, I really, I've been kind of loosely, you know, I'm, I haven't been tied to the KOA like the rest of my family, but I've been around it enough that you pick up. You things saw it subconsciously yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You lived around it. Yeah. As much as maybe you weren't like knee deep in it, right. you were still around it and you still saw everything. And yeah. it's nice. Like, I, I feel like I was, a, it's nice to have a person that goes to like the KOA or. Like this is this I'm in, I'm connected too deep. Like the KOA, I was a good person because I'd go down there and I wasn't connected to it enough that I could see all the shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you, cause I, I love when people drive by my place and they're like, your shop looks like shit. I'm like, Oh man, I had, I've, it's been like that for so long. I didn't even think that anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Like I, I'm gonna, I'll work on that. <laughs> when you get so super used to I it. I was that guy for the KOA. Cause like I was an outsider, but yeah. you had an insider. So I was like, Oh man, you guys need to do this or yeah. we should, we should try to, do this. Yeah. Yeah. I Which do I that. think is always good to have somebody like that because when you're in it every day, you kind of look past those flaws. You're just like, oh, yeah, but when it's family, they don't want to hear it. Like Both. I do that to my family yes all the time. No. I'm like, your, your trucks look like shit. You should repaint all that. My shop still looks like shit, but I mean, it is, it is a work in progress. <laughs> hey, we can't do everything at once, right? It still holds equipment and it's dry, right? I mean, certain Kinda. times of the year, it holds lots of equipment. <laughs> and it's semi-dry. Yeah. Like plant, planting season, you could fit like two four-wheelers in there. Whoa. But like middle of uh, winter, yeah, you could fit like a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. And like your family, actually, they're pretty salty on things. Like your dad, knowing your dad, he's like always doing something. I think my dad's been out here. I don't know. I mean, the first day that we bought it, he told me, he goes, um, I'm going to town. I'm like, for what? And he's like, I'm going to buy a lawnmower. Head of, head of maintenance. For for what? And he's like, cause I'm the head maintenance out here. Oh, that's awesome. I'm the greenskeeper. He went and bought a, a lawnmower and I guess mom asked, why did you buy a lawnmower? He's like, um, because I'm the head maintenance guy at the at the Gulch now, so, so I don't know. He's been out here mowing and pulling weeds, but and that's amazing support to have. I, my parents have been fantastic. They, I mean, my mom came over here the other day Organized. when we didn't have water, and. She helped me clean the gift shop and reorganize. She and organized the whole basement. basement. Like, That's awesome. Tore it apart. And because, like, when we came in, it wasn't unorganized. They had their system. Right. It we just, just didn't make sense. We, to us. we had yeah. to so, find our own. Right. So. Well, we can't, not all of us think or organize the same way. So that is a huge help. And that's something where, you know, they say, like, as simple as raising kids, it takes a village. Owning a company, a small business, anything like that takes a village it does so the other night um we had, we had a dishwasher go home sick mm-hmm. and my brother how's was, a dishwasher go home sick isn't it built into the cabinet no, like, <laughs> dad jokes <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was sitting at the bar and i came up and i was like hey tobias um could you wash dishes he's like what i don't know how to wash dishes i'm like i know but i can teach you so my brother and his girlfriend alicia were back there doing dishes that's Mullet amazing power. it, it was <laughs> And it just took a team to, I always, awesome. Ashley's family is so cool. Like I'm not, 
our family isn't necessarily like this. Not not saying anything bad about my family, but like so like Ashley Ashley's family. She's like, yeah, we got to go to a Christmas dinner at Grandma Nancy's. So this is like our fifth Christmas dinner we went to when we're first together, you know. And, and I get there, and on the way home, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, you do realize you're not even related to Nancy, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that is Marcy's Marcy's husband's mom. No relation to you yeah, whatsoever. It's like three marriages down the line. <laughs> so Nancy the other day is out here working the gift shop. Like, <laughs> she's and just she the just coolest. But like, how amazing! Yeah. I know. So, like, when you bought this place, did when you told people there, there's a certain percentage of people who were like, "You're crazy." Yes, more than you would. Yeah, everybody, everybody oh, is saying. Uh, but you I, stuck to your guns. I have, a, yeah. I have a certain story that I like to tell people oh, about. Oh gosh. That. And Amanda hates it. Everybody's heard it. A I feel times. like every podcast we've done now, but it, he's told this story. It's, hey, but I haven't heard it. It's, it's you the probably story. have back in high school. Uh, so my family is uh, kind of like Lincoln's family. Yes, and my family is like if yours. It, right. If it's not their idea, it's a really bad idea. <laughs> so, like my my family shoots. Like I don't tell them anything until it's done and it's out there because I have sisters and my mom's pretty good anymore. My grandpa his mom's was, amazing. His his whole family really is amazing. My grandpa but. is super backhanded, like negative reinforcement on everything. And I just took it for what it was and just left it alone. But like if you would tell them, hey, I'm going to go do this. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I wouldn't do that. And like if I didn't have the wherewithal just to push forward and do things, I'd never do anything because they they liked that I would help with the ranch and I would help with the business and I was just kind of a floater and I would just do whatever they wanted. So when I want, want to go do my own thing, it was like, that's stupid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wanted to buy one of the mini donut trailers <laughs> like 15 years ago. Like nobody had one. That's all I want. I wanted to buy it. I want to hire a couple of high school kids to do it. Are we talking about like the mini donuts at like state wrestling? Yes. Oh yes. God, that would be amazing. So I was going to go to like fairs. I was going to set up in like parking lots, but I was going to hire some high school girls or somebody. So I didn't have to like punish myself all summer doing it after the first couple of years. And I made the mistake of telling my twin sister, this is what I'm going to do. You're the dumbest person I've ever met. <laughs> like that is so dumb. <laughs> And now then this up it's, at Christmas it's like a hundred million dollar a year industry. And I, I don't know the, if it's I'm, like, I miss the boat super hard. You know what? It wasn't meant to be. It's it was okay. too. I could have been the donut King. Well, I bring this up. Now you're going to be the small business King. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like let's it move on. <laughs> Some ventures don't the, work the out. Point, the point of that story is like, there's going to be people who are going to tell you things are dumb. How, how did that make you guys feel hearing that negative comments from people? We've, we haven't had hardly any. Oh, that's good. We've had. We've had people go, why would you do that? Right. Like, that's right. what I mean. Yeah, we've, we've really had a lot of that. work. And, you know, like you guys, you guys are already doing way too much. Like, Those are probably are the most gonna... offensive is the people that are like, you know, that's hard work, right? Like, because like we're incapable oh, of hard work. Yeah. What have like, I been yeah. doing? Sorry. So that's, I'm like, that's I, the I whole thrive in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but that still can kind of beat down on oh, you yeah. when you're making such a big thing, you know, because it's a big thing. This is your everyday lives, love, blood, sweat, tears into this. Someday if we don't make it, they can say, told you so. Yeah. Or like some, someday when we make it, we can just quietly sit there and know. Drink we your coffee. Yeah. yeah, you did it. We did it. I told yes. you so. I told you so is the best thing to keep to yourself because I agree. I hate telling. I I won't anymore. I just yeah. It's that's for you. We you kept know. it pretty quiet. Like 
really quiet for a long, Tried long to. time. Aaron and I have talked about this before. That is the best way we agree to do things because other you don't have those little nitpicks of people being like, oh, well, that's a lot of hard work or, oh, how are you going to do X, Y, Z while you're doing that? Yeah, you just figure it out well, and like, do it. Like this thing, people are going to... We haven't told much where about we, our... Where we live, people are going to cut me down pretty hard for oh, this. Yeah. You know, we're, we're giving $10,000 away to small businesses on a buy-in. We're going to try to do it every other month or so. And people are going to say that that's, that's fake. You know, people are going to cut me down. People are going to come at me. And I know it's going to be local. Oh, yeah. And it's but like... But even like this, we... Aaron and I, this... How long ago did we start five to nine it's it's been almost two years it's been i took in the works for i a while. i literally for it's super out of character for me but i sat on it for like a year and i just mauled it over like my grandpa died and i just like i grinded it away in the back of my head and like we started and we started like putting this together and for some reason i just started camping on it but and i was like this the point of it of me saying this is that we didn't tell anybody about it until yeah. recently and but i i started like it was in the back of my head and i'm like we started doing some filming stuff and like i just kept it and kept it and cataloged it on my computer and then i'm like why am i camp like why am i sitting on this this is you know and it goes to the point that either you're gonna do or you're not and trying never hurts so you might as well try and i was like all right i gotta pick myself up and i just have to do this and i i have this rule that people who fail have 15 stories on why you know you ever talk to somebody that really flopped on something well it was economy or this didn't work out or this didn't work out or my vendors or whatever but people who succeed only have one story so i'm like they tried i started making i started making excuses you know on why we weren't pushing forward why we weren't getting we weren't finalizing the website why we weren't finalizing t-shirts i'm like that's it i have to like I have to push forward. Like, and I started to worry, well, what if nobody wants to talk to me? And I'm like, I can talk to myself. (laughs) I literally can talk to myself. So I'm like, "Uh, that's not an excuse anymore. And this is an excuse. And just like pushing forward is the biggest part of small business. You know, things are going, we had Monday, we had one of the worst days we've had in our industrial business. In like a long time. It was bad. Like, I I was in such a mood that I was, like, I was going to set the shop on fire. <laughs> I was going to park everything inside, and I was True just going to burn the place down. Because what happened was we had a vendor that was supposed to be running a credit card for a piece of equipment that we had on rent for, like, the last six months. It's, like, $10,000 a month for this piece of equipment. They didn't run our credit card at all. So they she call. Till Monday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it it doesn't look that bad when the when it's out working and you're like adding it to every bill and you're like, oh, this is getting paid and everything's fine. And then they call and they're like, yeah, you owe a substantial amount of money. And I'm like, oh, like a month. And she's like, no, like seven months. It was three. No, it was three. Was it? Yes. It was a lot. Aaron. Okay, Aaron. It likes was. To- it was a crazy amount of money for three. me that day. It was. Right. Yeah. It was so I, I lost it. Like I start screaming at people calling amanda like what is this and then she's like i don't know no i was handling well she was she was already in the middle of it and by the time i got the call it was like this big deal but at the end of it you know talk to the count she's like 
uh, you have the money because we weren't spending that money. Right. Like it wasn't moving. So what are you mad about? But and it's like, frustrating. It's well, it's just like a, yeah, it's a knockdown, you know, and every, every once in a while you're going to have that stuff. And it's all about you your setbacks. Yeah. It's all about the balance, the balance and the curve. So if you think you're, you know, you're up here all the time, not good. You know, you need that bounce, but you got to make sure it's a bounce and not a thud. Yeah. <laughs> so like Monday was almost a thud. And I'm like, why? You know, why? It always has to be a bounce and an up. But I know for us, we work pretty well together. We know after 10 years of being together, we know how to support one another. So then, like, how does that work with you guys? I mean, I feel like you guys do a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. I, you guys make a really good team, eh? I think we've always made a pretty good team. Yes. So We lean on each other. I, yeah. I don't know. I, when he's gone to wrestling tournaments, I feed for him or, or Cav. And right. When, when I need a mental day to run to town, he steps in and he takes care of marriage or right. comes in here. And so we lean on each other a lot, I think. Yeah. But Which I think is, that's how every marriage should be. Right. So. It Just adding, adding in that X factor of working yeah. with one another. It's, well, and being partners in every aspect is a big deal. Yeah. And we learned that kind of the hard way because when I started our other business, she didn't want anything to do with it because I've always had something going. And it it was rough for a while because, well, I failed. So I had 15 stories. The economy was bad. Vendors were terrible, whatever. And everything was up and down, up and down. And I'm like, I'm going to start another company. And she's like, okay, well, good luck on your own. <laughs> I, did. I, was like, I did. I was like, oh, okay, that's how this is going to be. And then, like, last year, she's like, so are we going to go sign paperwork so I get 50% of that? I'm like, why? It was not in your mind. You hated it and all this. And she's like, yeah, but it's been working out, so it's all good now. And I'm like, yeah, great. It went a little bit different, was, but we'll go with was, that story. It was close to that in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's all I heard. Mm-hmm. So no. we should probably go redo paperwork because we set it up 50-50. And I definitely do not do 50% of the work. So the other day I was telling Ashley, maybe we should go and make it so you actually have 60% of this. So sixty forty. <laughs> it reflect yeah. it reflects a little more closely what's actually going on. What you what you do is you put it all in a trust. Yeah. And then whoever dies first wins. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna die first. <laughs> I know that. So then what made you wanna start YouTube videoing? Like recording your everyday life. That was merit. That was merit. Oh, was it? Yeah. Merit, oh, that's awesome. Merit got big into watching these youtube videos yeah and there's some there's a rancher in south dakota that ashley and i actually really like to watch and then Merritt was obsessed with this guy in gillette that he watches okay see and, and i i watch a lot of that millennial farmer that's, you ever oh, watch him yeah we've out of watched Minnesota? Him, i've watched him before we watch sunny farms sunny farms okay. is my we favorite really like yeah we, we like that dad son relationship and, and that's they've kind got of a cool like relationship what we were wanting for Merritt and lincoln mm-hmm. too that's amazing so, it merits the reason why he yeah. wanted to start it. And then we've seen like these guys, these videos that we're watching, they're getting like brand new tub and alleys, new skid steer tires, yep. new all these like things. And I was From like sponsors. I'm yep. Like, we're like, oh hey. Yeah. Like we could <laughs> maybe nice. we could maybe like make this work. We've yeah. got to like all these little cheats. Monetize. We've got Devil's Tower in the background right. to, as a little cheat. I've got an airplane, you know, we've got all these little like things that come together that I don't know. Could help boost it. Yeah, right? yeah maybe yeah. a little more well, attractive. Guys, well, you guys are set up to be on YouTube because we've kind of fallen off now because I think the last video was 10 days ago. 
Yeah, it's probably been 12 We days were doing week. really good every seven days. Mm-hmm. And I think that gets you like into a YouTube's algorithm or something because right. our videos were just on fire when we were posting them in seven days. And then we had a close friend died and we went like 20 days. Yeah. And I, then I think, I think why it was the 20 days is it's because it was the last footage that we had of him and it was our branding and I just kept putting editing off and I just didn't want to watch it and I couldn't do it. And I, I just, we mentally weren't ready yeah. to right. actually do the last video that we have of him. And so it took us a while and then we kind of fell off. And that's, that's and super hard when you put your life out there and then something happens. Yeah. Like I, that's what I'm always worried about is being out here and then having a tragedy happen. And then you have to pick yourself back up yeah. and figure it out again because you've you put yourself out you know and what you're not going to quit but it's super hard to get back into the groove of that especially with something like that you know and uh, a lot of people don't understand that because this is on you you know there's nobody who's paying you to be here you know necessarily i mean you're making money and things but if you want to take a day off you still, you don't get paid, right? you know, so. You can take a day off, but you need to be like getting parts or something. <laughs> run to town. Like I'm going to run to town. At least get Subway. We yeah. always, yeah, we, we're horrible. <laughs> like even, even if it's just Ash and I, which is not very often, but even if it is just Ash and I and we go to town, we do not ever go to town to go to town ever. I can't think of a single time in our whole marriage and dating like if we go to town, there is a purpose. Yeah, we, you don't you don't go to town just to go to town. Right. It's like we'll go get our parts or whatever we need, and then it's McDonald's and home. Yeah. Or or Walmart Subway pickup. and home. Yeah. yeah. Or Walmart pickup. Yeah, we use Walmart, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I people don't understand that about farming and ranching too. Is like you have to like we'd go if it wasn't to school or something. We like I my older sister was old enough when we lived out there that she'd be like, Oh, I'm I'm gonna run into town and my grandpa would be like, Oh, what are you picking up? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm just gonna go to the coffee cup and he's like, No, you're not. Yeah. Like we got candy bars in the fridge. I don't know. Go do that. I don't know what it is, but I'm like I'm brainwashed into this and it, it just like reinforces itself constantly. If I'm not here, shit goes wrong. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I swear this the, the second, second I leave, and I, I'm not saying that like being cocky or anything. It's just like the second I leave, there's a goddamn cow on the highway or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, Lincoln, this is uh, Highway Patrol. Yeah. Uh, you got a bull on the highway down here. I'm like, there's no bulls down there. He's like, I don't know. It's a cow or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> and oh. so be there soon. I'm, I'm like an hour we away. I'll be there in a little bit. And yeah. come and, and take care of it. And we're like, well, I guess we won't go to town. Well, it's the, yeah. it's the they're not there complex. So it happens to me all the time. We're shorthanded. And if I leave to go to another job that's 40 miles away, it was going to happen anyways, but I would have mitigated it while I was there from getting full blown out, right? So I leave, and then it's always that phone call, like you said, of, hey, uh, you need to come back. And it's like, I am all the way across the state right now, basically. And it's, it's that it was going to happen anyways, but when you're there, you can just mitigate it and you don't think about it. It's not a harsh phone call. Yeah. And it sucks. It happens all the time. Yeah. To, I think everybody. But it's super harassing. It's brainwashed us into just not leaving. 
Right. Which yeah. you don't have that choice, but we do because yeah. we're everything we do is here. So we just don't have to leave. Which Especially is, now that we have this restaurant, we don't even have to do, buy groceries. Like we could just have a separate <laughs> account you through just, Cisco. You just double yeah. up our Cisco. House. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna need uh, five hundred cups. <laughs> I'm gonna we, need five hundred chicken plates. nuggets yeah. for yeah. the yeah. house account. I need we chicken need 15, 15 pounds of mott sticks. <laughs> so when that when that fryer broke down, did it break down or did it just go to your house? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it caught on fire. There's gonna be no oh. fryers in our house. Because you guys, like two days ago, the water well went down here, right? Yeah. Right. And that was a whole day of lost profit. Yeah. Right. That was hard. That's rough. Because we came in, you know, we started, our first day was June 23rd. 25th. 25th. Yeah. Remember so, that. Get it right. Yeah. I'm not good with dates. <laughs> but, you know, this, that's like 30 days, 45 days out of the season that where like every day. Because your season's what, like... Uh, 90 to 120 days, they, 130. You, they've been open in April 15, but like typically the, like your tourist season is uh, June, June 1st. Heavy in the June, to July, August, a you're little heavy, into September, yeah. and then it kind of falls it's off It's been pushing there. into September yeah. more than in, in the past, but. Al Gore, global warming. I think they call warming. it like newlyweds and the newly deads when it gets to like the shoulder, The shoulder <laughs> seasons. <laughs> oh, the shoulder seasons are when the weird people travel to. We, oh, always, we always, I have, we always found that out of the K-Way, like, because the k like, it's no different than here. Like, typically you're less attractive people maybe that you'd don't want hanging around. Yeah. Like they're not here during the heart of the season. It's like October and there's nobody around and there's like this creepy van pulls up or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. So opens up and 600 miles fly out of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's kind of the elephant in the room too. Your family owns basically the same exact business, like a quarter of a mile away. Yes. Right. How, like, are you guys going to put up a sign out here that says the K ways hamburgers have, uh, <laughs> partial chicken in them so then these are pure beef hamburgers or no, like I've, is there just going to be an onslaught of like harassment from because you guys have the kind of have the forefront here like you have to go past your place to get their place yeah it's are you just like I don't our, think our t-shirts are made like in America not in India so you should buy one here it's it's kind of like uh, so the numbers at the tower are like approaching they're well over 500,000. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of like Sturgis. Like there's all these people in Sturgis and then there's all these businesses along the way. Yeah. You can't handle them all. Yeah. Right. So you're not competing. Realistically each other. speaking, like no. we're in the same business and we're, we are competing to an extent and probably will be more in the future even, but there's enough tourists that come through the tower for both. For both. Yeah. Yeah. And to yeah. kind of help each other balance that out because that's a lot of people to, you know, well, shuffle it, in and out. If you, yeah. If you have three good businesses running and you have that many people, because, I mean, these places aren't that big. Right. You don't have a ton of seats. And this only seats 100 people. So, yeah. So you're, yeah. you're providing a service that's going to level out the numbers for everybody. You could reach max capacity all day and you wouldn't be able to feed half the cars that go through the tower. That's crazy. That's insane. That's kind of scary. It's almost overwhelming to a point where you're like, there's going to be 5,000 cars that go by and we're only going to be able to do 1,000 of them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, nobody understands how busy the tower has got. Like they had, to, they had to stop making people pay when they come in because cars were backing into this intersection on the main highway. Yeah. And they were going all and the way up like, like Campbell Like backing Hill. up the hill. When was, I come through here maybe last year or the year before I was over 
I was somewhere working and I was like, Oh, I'm going to come, I'm going to come into Kirk County the back way. And it was, it was all the way to your guys' shop. Yeah. Basically. I'm like, what is, is there an accident? And then I get up here and I'm like, no, that's lying for the goddamn tower. Yeah. There's no way. It's that, gotten out of hand. So what are they doing to get in the tower now? Now they just let them go in and then you pay when you come out. It's a one oh. way in, one way out, you know, so it's not. Yeah. So now it does it get backed up in the park? Yes. So it's like, it'll like when I, so to get to my pivot south of the park and like most of our ranch yeah. is on the other side of the tower. So we go through the park. So I'll go through the park to get up there. Yeah. And then when I come back, I go around the other way. Yeah. There's like five gates, but it's definitely faster. Right. Yeah. That, well, yeah, they so. just swapped it. So you guys do bands out here? Plan to. Plan to. Mm-hmm. So this, this is basically set up as a restaurant, bar, gift shop, entertainment center kind of thing. Possibly yeah. weddings. Weddings. Oh, that's yeah. huge. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, there's Mom and dad are going to lease us. There's like 0.8 acres out here. Okay. That we're working on a lease on. And that'll make it so there's a little more parking and maybe Which, some more room to do something nice for weddings, a little more space. That's that's the option you guys had over the old owners, too. Because your, right. fo- your folks weren't going to lease. Which is part of why they else. wanted us to have it. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, though. You know, we have a lot more of an ability to be successful right out the gate just because we do have the ability to get that 0.84 acres because we weren't going to lease it to anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't have anybody on that. Just us. Well, that's cool. Yeah. This is, this going to be good for you guys. We're excited. Yeah. I don't see any, any way this is going to be detrimental to you guys in a bad way. No. You're going to be tired a lot. Oh yeah. But that's, Everybody's tired. Everybody's tired. Yep. Right. We're adjusting. Pick your tired. Ashley's. I know. Like the first, the first week to ten days, Ashley was like a zombie, and stressed out, like high anxiety. And now she's kind of like in a groove. I can tell. And our our sleep schedules, we've just like we've learned to go from like seven hours of sleep or six hours to like five. <laughs> yeah. Our bodies just adjusted it's accordingly. It's like having a newborn. <laughs> well, exactly. So I, I read a thing the other day that is super interesting that like I run, I go to bed at like 11, 12 every night and I get up at five. There's a, there's a study that's being done right now that there's a certain gene that makes you have the ability to do that. I'm pretty sure I have that gene because I can, I operate better on like four or five hours of sleep. And then I'm a super good cat napper. I'm not quite, I'm not quite, I need like, I do good on six, but if I, I if I get eight. eight hours of sleep, that's what I always try to get eight. And when I get eight hours of sleep, I'm so tired all yeah. day. So that means you're, you're getting too much sleep. Right. So like if my momentum stops and I stop moving, like yesterday we all, we were doing some filming and doing some stuff and we went back to the house and I sat down on the couch. That's bad juju. That was, that was, yeah. Dead. Yeah. that was like almost dead time for Aaron. I just kind of sat down. I'm like, Oh, can't do that. And I jump back up because the second I start catnapping and then I start like slowing down. So I have to keep momentum all day and it, Kind of drives people crazy because I'm here, there, and everywhere. That's the way. That's the way I am too. We are Ashley is too. We have to. We are like fish. We have to stay moving. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I went, I went and went to Rapid the other day, and I had a gooseneck and a skid steer I had to take to a job, and I blew a tire in Piedmont, or Whitewood, and I'm like, yes, like I was super pumped because I'm like, I bet I can do this in like record time, like. (laughs) 
because in my work truck, I have all the tools to do that. So I'm like, this is going to be exciting. The one time yeah. I blew a tire and I had everything I needed. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I put myself because everybody's like, why do you, because I have a big toolbox in my pickup and I have everything crammed in it. And people are like, why? I was like, you never know. And then I, I had a jack. I had the impact. I had all the all the stuff to do. What and I'm was like, your time? I don't know. It was good, though. It was really good. <laughs> Nobody knows. I still got the tire in the back of my pickup because I'm showing it off. But Okay. I've got a tire machine. Do you need me to go fix it? You got a tire. We'll just oh, your here. tire's ruined? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it stripped all I the belt I off. I can't fix that. Yeah, you're out of luck there. You're, you're killing me. See, and that's a lot of people don't know that either. A lot of ranches are self-contained. Yeah. Like, you guys try to be, uh You don't have to leave for much. No. Now you have a restaurant, like lunches. God, this place is awesome. <laughs> You've been good. You haven't came in and ate every day, so. Like, where's the where's the point where you cut off the family? Like, Merritt only gets three ice creams a week. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your third today. That's funny. So. Merritt doesn't eat. I, I, I honestly, I don't know if Merritt hardly ate since we've got here. He orders, like, he'll order, like, a basket of fries, and then I'll swing in here, and there'll be, like, a basket of fries and I'll come back like four hours later and there's like three fourths of a basket of fries with one sticking out of a thing of ranch and he's, <laughs> and he's over doing something else. I'm he's like, just busy. I'm pretty sure he hasn't eaten. It's not that he, it's not our fault. The food's there. They're yeah. so busy. Yeah, they are. So then going forward, you guys, you said, you mentioned possibly doing weddings. Yeah. Weddings. Events. And then I think we're going to push hard for like Christmas parties and we've got, a group of friends back to like what you were saying, the people not supporting you and stuff. It's been fun. Cause like the, as, as soon as we took over, all of our friends came and ate and we're here and yeah. around. And some of our friends, two of our best friends just bought Buffalo livestock, the sale barn up in Buffalo, Wyoming. They're like, we're going to have our Christmas party here. They're like, not sure that our help is going to like traveling to devil's tower from Buffalo, but the first year it's got to be here. <laughs> right. Which Chris bears. He's got a garage door business and rain gutters being doors. And he's like, yeah, I think I, I think we should do all of our Christmas parties here. Was, yeah. Chris is doing our gutters at our house. I, I bug the shit out of him all the time. Cause he's like, well, do it. He's, he's busy. Oh yeah. He's super busy. And I'm like, Chris, I don't like, I don't take no very well. So just show up. And whatever it is, he's like, you want a quote? I was like, no, just do it. I was like, if you rip me off, I'll find you later. He's so like, busy. He, he's just like everyone else. He's like needs, more needs help. productive humans. It's, I think he, I think he just got a couple yeah. guys like, right he now. He come but. and did some shop doors and he's like me. He hovers. So like if I do a job for somebody I know, I'm going to be there because I have customers that won't hire us unless I'm involved. Yeah. So I've got a real bad not a bad reputation, but my guys know He's it. A that helicopter I'm going to be around. Mm -hmm. And then I think a lot of small businesses being able to jump in. So if you're going to tell somebody that you need them to wash dishes, you should be able to know how to wash dishes. You know, and I feel that every day. Like if I'm going to tell somebody to run a shovel all day, I should be able to run that shovel as good or better than them. And I'm not, I'm super big on that. And I, I think very lowly of pe low of people who are like, just owners you know i put the money up you do you know there's a fine balance yeah. um jumping in too much can be detrimental right right that's like what we're because ash and i are both we're so used to being like the worker drones yeah that and not in a bad way because that's uh, that's what we like we like work we like physical work but it like we have to learn to step back and manage too 
yeah. let so, others yeah, do. Yeah, because there's like Ashley is the best place for her is floating, you know, overseeing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she, a lot of the times, you know, we, somebody calls in sick or something and she's stuck at the dishwasher or she's stuck being a prep cook and she can't really see what's going on out here. Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 It's from, from the office to the front. It's hard. I'll get stuck in the office and that's like three days of my life gone and I can't stand it. And we're short on support staff right now. Like I can't hire office people to save our lives. The winter time, I've got this good routine every morning, get the mail, start the tractor, pay my bills, everything. Like in the winter time, at any point you can open my QuickBooks. It's all reconciled. Everything's up to date. Looks amazing. Summertime is like every 45 or 50 days. Yeah. <laughs> I like go, I go check the mail like once every two weeks. I'm like, Oh geez, that needs taken care of. <laughs> it's, but I think that's a, a huge part in small business. Like when you are, have so many hats, you're one person. Well, you just got to be willing. Yeah. And we're like, people our age are not willing anymore and we're losing it at a rate that is pretty disgusting on there's a lot of mentality now that things should just be given. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's sickening really for this. And I'm not going to get into it too deeply, but there's like nothing better in the world than hard work. Mm -hmm. Like, like after wrestling practice, like when you can't hardly walk, like when you're afraid to walk down the stairs because your legs might give out or like, just like satisfy building your own fence, like all these things that, this they're missing out on. Yeah. Like they don't, they just want things given to them or they, I don't know, man, it's that's as as far into it as I'm going to get, but there's something so satisfying and hard work. It is something that I can honestly say I've never worked a day in my life. Like at the, if you catch me in the minute, I'm like, yeah, this is hard work. Mm -hmm. If you ask me the next day, it wasn't, it was just glorious. And like, look at this product. Yeah. Yeah. I do it all the time. Like, we had a semi that needed to go somewhere the other day. And the guys were like, they had to start it. They had a pre-trip. It was ready to roll out. I'm like, oh, where's that going? And they're like, oh, south. Who's driving it? Oh, Geo's going to, no. And they're like, don't you have somewhere to be? I'm like, uh-huh, driving that semi. <laughs> and it turned into a whole fucking show because my pickup had to be drove down so I could come back. And the work, the guys had to go down, and then I'm driving the semi. I, I made it harder, but I like doing it. And like, I like working and that's, it, it fouls me up sometimes cause I should be out doing other things, yeah. but I've jumped in on jobs where I shouldn't have been just because I love, I love working. I love being in the middle of the shit all the time. So it, it is satisfying when you're rolling off a job and everybody's happy, customers happy, the job was done the way it was supposed to be. And you can go home at night and know you did a good job and you didn't rip anybody off. And being proud of what you did is pretty shallow these days because people don't feel it. Like, I get asked all the time, uh, anger. Like, my guys know now that it's not anger, it's pure passion. And most people have never seen passion in a raw form. And it comes out as anger in in a lot of people. Is that what I have? Maybe. (laughs) So, like, when I lose my temper and... I'm super mad about something. Like I told one of my guys one time, I'm like, I'm not mad. You've just never seen passion on this level. Like it's straight up passion that I feel for this right now. And that's why I'm acting this way. And when, when people haven't seen that, they take it off as 
you have a temper, you have anger issues. And it's like, no, I just want things done right. And I want it done right the first time. And I don't want to have to explain to people why it wasn't done right. So let's just do it right, you know. So, like, how you were saying it feels really good just to work. Most people have never done that. And they'll never know it. And it, it sucks. Because it's becoming a lost art form, being able just to, to do. So, I think, I think you guys are onto something, and the way you guys are gonna handle things, nobody should ever be worried about you. We got yeah. There's a big learning curve, but Ashley's good at it. As far as the, the one thing, Ashley's really good because she's managed people for the last ten years. Right. I'm have not. So I am horrible boss. Like that's what I was saying, learning to manage like what you delegate and yeah. what you do yourself. Oh. I'm horrible at I, because like you, like you yelled at your guys or whatever to do it a different way. I'm horrible. If I walk up and it's not right, I'm like, oh yeah, that looks good. You go do this now. Right. Yeah. I'm going to fucking redo this. I'm, yep. I'm terrible at uh, <laughs> thinking, I'm terrible at thinking people know what I know or what I think. So when I tell you to do something and you do it wrong. I told you exactly how I yeah. wanted it done. Yeah. yeah. Don't but, use your brain. Just work from like neck down. Yeah, but it, <laughs> Don't use your brain. I'll, I'll do, <laughs> you know, I'll do, I'll do the use most. Use it every other day. But if yes. I tell you like, this is what I want done, <laughs> just use do this. it there. <laughs> yeah. Down. I do that all the time. Oh, just, just do what I told you. Do what I told you. But sometimes I don't convey what I want you to do because I think you know what I know. So I don't ever like. That's one thing that I am like, good I'm at. Just that. like do that and then. They don't do it. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, I, I did what you told me. No, you didn't. And then I'm like, wait, I didn't say what yeah. I wanted because my brain thinks I've that been, you know. I've been really good about that lately. Like, I'll just send somebody off, Tate, you know, I'm, I'm like, this is what I want done. Yeah. And Tate's like, he gets nervous. He's like, well, how do you want it done? And I'm like, I just want you to figure it out. Like, do it however you want to do it. And just I'm not, sure I'm not going to be mad. I'll tell you whether it's what I would have done or not. Yeah. But I don't have time to sit here and walk you through what I want done. And I don't want to be mad when it's not exactly what I asked you to do. Right. So you go do it. I'm going to go do something else. I'll come back. I'll check on it. If there's something that's not right, I'll tell you. Right. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. I think that that is a huge step towards in, like that growth because it's hard. That is so hard to be like, okay, yeah, you go do that. I'm going to go. Yeah, you got to let, you it's gotta also, let s- somebody else pack the dishwasher every once in a while. It sounds, it sounds better <laughs> than it actually is because oh. really what really the, what fuels it is that I've worked by myself my whole life right. and I can't stand to work with other people no matter how much I like them. Right. Like I love Tate. He's awesome. I love my friends. They're awesome. But if we work together, like even if it's even fencing, I'm like, yeah, y- you go start that way. You're like, we'll be friends I'll when go we're this done way. with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I like the peace and serenity of working by myself. And, and maybe it's a competitive thing. Like, if I'm working with somebody else on something that you're doing the same thing, like, it turns competitive. Yeah. 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 I am. I'm like, I see you only got three wires clipped when I got all five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have the, I have the same problem of wanting uh, to show people that I don't need them. Yeah. I can do this without you. So why are you here being so dumb? You know, and you're like, oh, you can't talk to people that way anymore. So and then you're like, yeah, just go stand over there and watch me do it. And maybe you'll learn. I, I had a bad complex for that for a long time. It's only in the, like the last two years where I've just kind of pulled back and let them do it. And then been like, 
that's so wrong. I hate watching this. So I'll just leave most times. <laughs> that's what I just leave. You I have just, to. But I think it's good, though, for your, you got to step away sometimes and let others try and, and learn them, and figure it out. Yeah. I've been yeah. good at taking vacations. There's so many ranchers that are my age to 40 years old. Yeah. That don't know things. Yeah. Because ranching is horrible. It's one of them things like until they're 85 years old, they micromanage every situation. Right. And I'm lucky. Like my dad, yeah. when I was like 19, my dad's just like, Figure it do out. it. Yeah. I'm going to Cheyenne. I'm going to run I'm, for I'm public go, office. Yeah, I'm going to go do all these other things. Yeah. It's your it's your deal. Right. You know, it's sink sink or swim. You're either going to... But you I know, feel like that was good for you, too. It, like was. it was. It made you appreciate it. And I think that you will do the probably the... Maybe yeah. the same thing for merit, but yeah. we we grew up with the the factor of uh, you can't learn any dumber, so go figure it out. You yeah. know, we learned the same way. It was sink or swim. Either you're gonna figure it out, or it's gonna sit like that for the rest of its life. So yeah. go figure it out. Go get it done. And my dad was great. He <clears throat> dad's exact words are, uh, I won't say exact. There's something like this. If you fuck it up really bad, I'll step in and. Help correct it and figure it otherwise, out. Otherwise, it's all you. Yeah. Right. Well, it also, too, it's at a young age, at 19. That's yeah, a, It's amazing how immature you are at 19. Like, oh. I look back at the decisions I made when I was 18 and 19. I was like, wow, they let me man. do this? Well, there, yeah, usually <laughs> my dad is amazing that he just let me do whatever I wanted. So it's not they let me do it. It's that I did that. I'm like, that was a horrible idea. Right. Yeah, right. Well, yeah it's amazing the ideas that you have. Uh, in a 10 year span and you look back and you're like, it's a part of growing into that, your person. Like you just roll your eyes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I get real cringy sometimes on some of the stuff I used to do. And I'm like, we all do. I tried not to think about the past. I just kind of erased it. Yeah. You can't look back. Never look back. Everybody's always like, Hey, do you remember when you were little? I'm like, no, nope, Mm -mm. nope. For some reason, there's only like so much room in my small brain and that one got shot out. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Going forward. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, we're going to wrap this up. I really appreciate you guys. Thanks yeah, for having thank us. you guys. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. This is good. It's good knowledge for everybody because I don't I don't think for a lot of people this looks unattainable. Small business restaurant. Like this is a big restaurant. You say 100 seats, 100 seats to me is I don't want to wait on 100 people. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal I I literally got out of dealing with the public and went commercial industrial mainly industrial because I was tired of dealing with customers, nitpicking every little thing. And I can imagine somebody being like, hey, three of my fries aren't, are overcooked. Can right. you replace all of them? Yeah. And it's like. No. That, that part is hard. You just have to approach it in a different way. And, and I, honestly, the staff here has been fantastic. Thank like, goodness. The yeah. staff came over with. That, yeah, that was one of my original yeah. questions. This would have been a wreck. That's scary. That would have been scary. This is we didn't sleep for like three days, both of us. Like it'd be like four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. You'd just be like, You awake? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think about that? We're like, what if what if when we walk in the first day, there's no one there? Everybody quits. Like there's like ah, uh uh. Yeah, you 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 haven't you haven't lived until you showed up to a job and everybody uh turns in paperwork on you. I've had that where everybody just left and I had two guys left. And I was like, well, what's your guys stand? They're like, we're not leaving a paycheck. And I was like, all right, let's go to work. And I went from a crew of seven guys to us three. And we actually did it faster than those guys were doing it anyways. But it is a gut dropping 
Like, I don't wish it on anybody. It's scary. That would have that would have wrecked us. Well, I think too, those first two days, you're leaning on them. Oh, I was. I I Big I, time. St- I still do. You're I like, mean, so how did they run it exactly? What do you, what do you guys like? <laughs> like I'm just, a people yeah. pleaser, so I'm Me the too. type where I'm like, so what what time did you take lunch? Yeah. What time did you take a smoke break? <laughs> like yeah. you know things like that, just because you want them to stay. And yeah. I didn't, you know, like I told I told Barb and Randy at, at the beginning, why fix something that's not broken. Right. I mean, I wanted 100%. to walk in here and I wanted to still serve the same food. I wanted the same atmosphere. I, I wanted, I mean, it just to stay the same way. Turnkey. I wasn't going to make the cook make a brand new menu or make the waitresses wear professional clothes or, right. you know, make them talk differently to, you know, tables. So I feel like, you know, I just wanted to coast in and. Yeah. They've they've all been fantastic. Seriously, that's I, awesome. Cool. It wouldn't be like this without them. So, and I bet they are very appreciative of it I because hope so. that's hard. It's hard on both ends. So yeah, I bet they are. Yeah. So just don't go out to smoke breaks or you listen to what they really think. <laughs> <laughs> you might be surprised. All right. yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap this up, and we appreciate you guys. And come this, check out the Gulch. Yeah, come out to the Gulch. You're gonna see a lot of it on the website. So yeah, it's a it's a place you're gonna want to come out to. And we've ate here since they took over, and it's been nothing but the best. So awesome. Yes. We'll. Uh, Thank you, Ashley and Lincoln. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming yeah. out. Yeah. We really Thanks. appreciate you guys. You guys.